Hey guys, hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. Let's dig into 2 Timothy 3.3 today. Gospel leaders are being attacked, godly character is needed, and godly character refuses to be hateful in any way. We see today there's still the list of self-loving people without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce despisers of those that are good. As we continue our study of the selfish, sinful tendencies of self-loving people, we need to ask God for wisdom to know how to keep such enemies from creeping into our own lives. How would you describe someone who is without natural affection? The man who loves himself is without the common, ordinary love for family members. True family-like love refuses to allow rebellion, abuse, or abortion to enter into their homes or their minds. Abortion is a mother's unnatural lack of love for her baby. Abuse is a parent's unnatural lack of love for their kids. Rebellion is an unnatural lack of love for parents. Homes that are filled with hatred and lack natural affection violate the very simple principle found in 1 John 4.20. If a man say, I love God, and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he that loves not his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? Irreconcilable truce breakers are the next ones on the list, and they refuse to change no matter how much they have hurt others and their families. Antagonistic, argumentative, untrustworthy truce breakers are determined at having their own way regardless of the circumstances. Truce breakers are beyond reasoning. Their self-love is so extreme that absolutely nothing matters except doing what they please. Instead of promise keepers, they are promise breakers. Breaking a promise is actually foolish in the eyes of God. Psalm reminds us that when we make a vow or a promise to God, we are not to delay in paying it. When you vow a vow unto God, defer not to pay it, for he hath no pleasure in fools. Pay that which you have vowed. Better it is that thou shouldst not vow than thou shouldst vow and not pay. No one enjoys being falsely accused. Malicious gossips make it a point to hurt others by kind of taking a perverse pleasure in damaging reputations and destroying lives. The word diabolus is used 37 times in the New Testament, 34 in reference to the devil, and 3 in reference to devil-like, malicious, slanderous, false accusers. You are never more like the devil than when you falsely accuse a brother in Christ. We had better be dead level, Bible sure of any negative accusation that we say about a brother before we attack their methods, their motives, or their hearts. If we falsely accuse, we are acting like devils. If we make a false accusation, we are sadly joining the ranks of Judas Iscariot. Jesus answered them, have not I chosen you twelve, and one of you is a devil? He spake of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for he it was that should betray him, being one of the twelve. You see, selfish men are powerless. Without strength, unable to control their own appetites, the powerless, incontinent man gives in and over to temptation and fleshly desires quickly. He has no self-control. He's kind of intoxicated with acceptance and desire. He refuses to voluntarily place limitations over his own freedom. The incontinent is like a car out of control heading for a disastrous wreck. The lover of self eventually loses control over his own life and becomes a slave to his passions and lusts. Peter described it well. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption, for of whom a man is overcome, of the same as he brought into bondage. 
Then there's the fierce. These are savage men whose nature is to tear their enemies in pieces. They are wild, vicious men. Jude accuses some of being like brute beasts. The storybook fantasy called evolution is actually in reverse. Instead of evolving, many are devolving. I don't know. Should you call it devolution? Evolution says that a monkey became a man. Devolution says a man becomes a monkey. Wild beasts live solely for food, water, and sex. Nothing else matters. Nothing else counts. It is as base of an existence that any man can devolve to. Peter describes such men as brute beasts, made to be taken and destroyed, having eyes full of adultery that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls, hearts that they have exercised to covetous practices. Self-lovers become good haters. Can I say that again? Self-lovers become good haters, hating what should be loved and loving what should be hated. Self-lovers despise, mock, and make fun of all those who want to please God. They're hostile towards good men. Those who would be considered despisers of those that are good would join those who hated and hate Jesus, as mentioned in Isaiah 53. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Guys, godly character avoids those who oppose God. We must remember that, okay? Well, the time's up. I hope that you enjoyed. I don't know if that's a good word, but I hope that we learned much from our study today. Let's be different than the world, okay? But today still is a day that the Lord made. It's still a wonderful day that we should rejoice in. So I hope that you have a good day.